When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. This is The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Twenty-two past one, the early drive program. As I mentioned, Hayes and Mardo will follow at two o'clock this afternoon. And then we've got the Cricket Australia against Ireland. Let's update for tyre power, uh, the latest sports uh, news headlines. Buy three, get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at Tyre Power. Let's just recap what happened yesterday. Three games back-to-back in the ICC T20 World Cup. The first one was at the Gabba and the remaining two, a double header here at Perth Stadium. He's on strike. It's a short one and he pulls it away back on a square. Here he is, Musadek comes in, bowls, short, misses it. Doesn't matter whether he's stumped or not, I think the umpire's given him out, and that's the game. Bangladesh has won, they've defeated Zimbabwe, and they keep their hopes alive in this T20 World Cup. Comes Glover, Shadid Khan, hits it past the fieldsman, and after a couple of heartbreaking nights, Pakistan get a win on Aussie soil, and they're first in the T20 World Cup. Of 2022. Ashwin now bowls to the right hand of Markman who advances and he could be caught here by Coley. Oh, he's dropped it! Well, you wouldn't have expected that. One of the big moments in this game scores a tie and it'd be worthy if Miller hits the winning runs and he does that with a boundary. A great win by South Africa of Markram and Miller, who's remained 59 not out of the end off, 46 balls. They've got there with two balls to spare. There you go, a snapshot of what happened uh, in the last three or four T20 World Cup matches. They all had a bit of drama. And will there be a bit of drama tonight? Australia taking on South Africa. Aaron Finch is the captain of the Australians. And firstly, there's a big onus on trying to improve the Australian run rate after being obliterated in the first game against New Zealand. And firstly, they need to rectify that. Is there an opportunity tonight to maybe rectify that, as I mentioned, against a lesser nation like Ireland? Here's Aaron Finch. Oh, absolutely. I think what Stoyner showed in one-day cricket is that he can play long innings. Um, Maxi's done that, although he bats a little bit lower down the innings. He, he still has the ability to take games really deep. Um, Tim David's got a lot more batsmanship and, and craft than probably what people give him credit for. I think because he's he's got such great power that, that that can be a little bit confused that he's just a hitter of the ball rather than rather than a genuine batsman. So he's someone with great skills as well. So he's someone who could potentially go up as well and, and try and try and see an innings through. Um, so that's one of those one of those situations where guys probably get forgotten about because of their because their power is so great at times as well. Yeah, I think you have to earn the right to 
go after a run rate performance. We've seen how damaging Ireland can be if they if you give them a sniff in a game. So you never go into a game thinking about things like that. I think that will naturally unfold if the opportunity presents. But first and foremost, you, you have to do the basics well and, and make sure you get your team into a position that that you can, if that, if that presents it, you can push forward. So I think the last thing you want to do is push too hard, leave yourself a lot to do, then, then you end up in a bit of a, a stick or twist. Um, but all we've got to do is try and focus on winning two games and hopefully, hopefully some things fall our way. There you go, Aaron Finch, the captain of the Australian uh, World Cup T20 side. As I mentioned, live coverage on the SEN network around the country from 4 o'clock West Australian time this afternoon. Well, yesterday, the AFLW home and away season came to an end. And the main focus from a West Australian perspective and the Fremantle Dockers was on Cara Antonio, the inaugural captain of the Fremantle Football Club. Yesterday, after 47 games, it was her last game. She's decided to hang up the boots. And after a slow start, the Dockers, they conceded the first two goals of the match. They clawed their way back. And in the end, they won by five points over Hawthorne, 7 7 49 to 7-2-44. And they ended the season, what's been a very difficult season for them, with back-to-back wins. Antonio was pretty good as well yesterday, kicking a couple of goals. Inside 50, well met by Stevenson, but dropped the mark. Tunnel ball from Rue. Ty wants to feed Cara Antonio in her last game. She's got two. The Dockers are in front. And no doubt a man that certainly has had a lot to do with her is the coach in Trent Cooper. And post-match, after that victory by five points, this is what Coops had to say. Yeah, no, when they, when Hawthorne uh, with three goals in front, they had nine minutes to go with the breeze. It was looking very bleak and the team lifted and uh, we got it forward. But, um, yeah, that goal from Cara's into the breeze was absolutely huge uh, for the, the momentum of the game and to keep us in it. And, uh, yeah, she definitely did her part today, that's for sure. Yeah, we've talked about that a fair bit this week and the players uh, around know and are appreciative. Uh, Probably the next generation won't know how much that she's done for women's football um, and and for Freo in particular. Um, Yeah, she's set the standard right from day one. I wasn't there the first couple of years, but all you hear is how she set the standard. From the moment I come in, she was the leader and and really uh, without her, uh, probably the the club could have struggled uh, with the women's team for quite a few years but uh yeah to her credit she really stuck strong and uh and brought a lot along for the ride and we're already seeing the benefit of that now with the likes of Hayley Miller who've learned off Cara uh, of how to be a leader and um are they now passing on to the next group like Dana Reist and, and those types um it's, it's to be honest she was probably injured from the moment I started so and not many players would have played any games with the injuries that she's carried but she's just always managed to just find a way to get through um, so as a player she's been fantastic but her legacy is way beyond that it really is as a leader and bringing others along for the ride and, and she's made a lot of other people better uh, including me as a coach so I think that's uh, that's what I appreciate most. Uh, the, no, yeah, it was a bit the opposite, to be honest, because uh, we knew that would happen, and that's not the way Cara plays. She's always been a high-score assist player, and, the, yeah, there was a period where we were doing that a little bit too much, uh, particularly when we were kicking to her one-on-one when she was against uh, Cunningham, who's about a foot and a half taller than her. But, um, yeah, once we sort of got away from that and started playing normally, that's when Cara's actually at her best. So, uh, and to finish with two goals, yeah, fitting reward for her. Yeah, well done, Trent Cooper, the coach of the AFLW uh, Docker side. 
side. They concluded their season yesterday, as I mentioned, that five-point win over Hawthorne. It was a bleak end of the season for the West Coast Eagles, only registering one behind in, I think they lost by 78 points to the high-flying Melbourne Football Club at Casey Fields there in Melbourne, one behind for the whole game uh, and certainly by a long stretch, their lowest score since they came into the competition. And the big talking point, as we know, in the last couple of weeks has been the fact that uh, the $15 million pledged to Netball Australia by the mining magnate Gina Reinhardt, uh, where she withdrew it because of supposedly some problems uh, by some players and the communication between Netball Australia, the players, and also the sponsor. She's withdrawn the funding, but the Victorian taxpayers will now foot the $15 million bill for sponsoring Australia's top netball side because Visit Victoria, which is like Tourism WA, today announced it has inked a four-year partnership with Netball Australia that will run until June of 2027. So the $15 million is back heading towards Netball Australia, but it's Visit Victoria, which again is a government entity there in Victoria that will be the sponsors of Netball Australia until June 2027. It's 1.30. On the other side of the break, one story I found very fascinating was regarding an outstanding Pakistani cricketer who's just about to release a book, and he has come out in the promotion of the book and told us about some of the demons that he fought some years ago. He's an absolute Pakistani cricket legend, if you don't know what I'm talking about, keep listening after 1.30. I'll mention the information just before 2. As I mentioned, he's uh, about to release his autobiography called Sultan, a memoir, and uh, he was really fighting an incredible battle with drugs. And uh, I'll bring you those details after the news headlines.